time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jaja, call me, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey! This is escape? Then where the pod? Here's the Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and happy Star Wars Day. It's May the 4th. It's a great day to be a Star Wars fan and there's no better way to celebrate Star Wars Day other than playing a game of Star Wars Escape Pod's very own ultimate trivia contest. We've got quite a few competitors today. But if you're not interested in the trivia part of our episode, you can skip to 59 minutes and 40 seconds to hear Blake and I chat all about the Star Wars news today, the sales going on, everything May the 4th related, as well as what happened with the Bad Batch from Star Wars The Clone Wars. So much going on today, let's get into it. landing all right welcome back guys we've got uh we've got reed calvin ben bryce tyler and wes on the show <laughs> i'll just go i'll just go one by one so everyone kind of knows your voice uh reed welcome back you've been uh you've been prominently on some of the episodes before where we've uh, talked about some video games and and stuff like that so welcome back to the show thanks for having me bro it's been a hot minute yeah, always. And uh, Calvin, uh, we last uh, had you on actually, well, they're upcoming episodes, but uh, we'll be having you on the Ewok Adventures commentary track. Yeah. And today I'm here to I'm here to reclaim my uh, or, or to defend my third place title. But now there's <laughs> there's two more people. So now third place won't mean well, hopefully won't mean last. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, and, uh, Bryce, uh, welcome back to the show. You've been on quite a few times now. Looking forward to hearing you on the Ewok Adventures commentary track. Those are pure gold. Uh <laughs> I mean, the only reason I watched those was so, um, so I could get these Ewok Adventures questions. <laughs> yeah. from the movies on this trip. I'm going to be honest with you. I've actually added in a few since we did yes, those movies. Yes, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> you got this, Calvin. All of our studying. Oh, yeah. Um, ben, welcome back to the show. We, it's been a while. We last had Ben on uh, in our earlier commentary tracks through the Skywalker Saga films and the spinoffs and all that when we we're going through that series. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Well, it's good to have you back. Wes, likewise to you. Uh, it's been a while since the commentaries. Uh, it's been... Right? You, you were on for a couple of those, right? I think maybe... Uh, episode two, the commentary for that. Okay, it's a long, right. long time ago. Okay, it was a while ago, but you know, I, 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 I got to credit you for coming up with this uh, amazing Python scripted trivia system here. Uh, I know it's a simple little thing, but it's more than I could do. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I'm, I mean, I'm just here to answer every question wrong, make everyone feel good about themselves. Excellent. Well, it is multiple choice. So, uh, you know, you got a 25% chance of getting each question right. And I'll explain the rules in just a bit, but you know, good luck. <laughs> he care. made the code. He, I don't know. You don't know what he put in there to help himself. <laughs> yeah. What algorithm is he using to, uh, 
get ahead of the game. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I gave myself all the easy questions. You gotta see. <laughs> key key name West gets tier one questions. <laughs> Every question is about yeah. Gungans for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, and uh, Tyler, uh, welcome to Star Wars Escape Pod. This is your first time actually being on the show, but you've been in our Discord for a while, and you're you know good friends with Bryce here, so it's good to have you on. Thanks for joining the trivia. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, not uh, anytime. We're, we're supposed to only answer wrong answers only, right? Wrong answers only. Yeah, that'll that'll uh, set you back to a solid last place. But you know what? It's it's still probably better than what Blake would manage to do if he was here. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. What what was the score last time? Did he, did he? Who won? Was it was it Calvin or was it? No, it was totally not me. No, it was I was Blake. definitely last. It was Blake. Oh, it was Blake. Okay. Right. I was last. All right. Um, all right, cool. Well, I'll just explain. We'll just dive right in here. I'll explain the rules and uh, hopefully it doesn't take uh, a too, too long of a time to, uh, to, to do the rounds. What I'll try to do is do like a, an approximate eight second answering time per person. You know, I'll give you some time to think about it. Each question is multiple choice and there's five tiers worth of questions and 153 questions. So um, how it works is if you get a question right, you go up a tier. And if you get a question wrong, you go down a tier. And the questions are laid out as such with uh, these particular tiers. Sorry, where is it here? I, I, wrote a, I wrote a notepad, which I've now totally lost where that is. But that's okay. Uh, tier one is the staple movies and uh, some easier-ish questions from the animated shows here and there. Tier two is completely TV. So live action and animated shows that includes The Mandalorian all the way through Star Wars Rebels, Clone Wars, Resistance, etc. Tier three is canon level books, comics, video games, anything of the sort there. Tier four is expanded universe, Star Wars Legends. It's a lot of the older stuff that a lot of people today wouldn't know about. And the final tier, tier five, is uh, any extremely hard questions or behind the scenes related material, anything of the sort. There's actually not that many of tier five, because, which is good because at least from playing last time, not many of you guys actually made it to tier five. <laughs> so uh, that's... tier two is a, is a vicious, vicious. <laughs> tier two is tier two is it is it is it's it's full of questions that many people wouldn't know just based on the fact that having seen the seven season Clone Wars show it's it's you know it's not not in everyone's uh, not in everyone's history and uh, so you know it puts you all on a I don't know how many of you guys have actually seen the full show. <laughs> I have once. Ben has once. So the rest, and the rest, of you guys. Oh, actually, you know what, Wes, you have seen the sh- the, sh- the show a full time all the way through. But yeah, like six, seven years ago. I don't think we can count right, that. Right, right, right. It was a while ago now. So, um, okay. Well, uh, good luck to all of you guys. Uh, depending on the time, I'm going to try and make the point cap either eight or ten depending on if we run out of questions or or whatever. So we'll just go for it and call a winner at the end of this thing. <laughs> and good luck to all of you. 
may the force be with you. Yeah, may the force be with you. I don't have any cool sound effects for right and wrong answers, so so we'll just make do with the technology. Just make them with their mouths instead. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just doing an R2 like screaming noise. Like, Whoa! <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> All right, the first question is uh, for Bryce. Which Sith Lord shows as an allusion to Yoda on Moraband? Is it is it A, Darth Maul, B, Darth Revan, C, Darth Malgus, or D, Darth Bane? It had to be a Clone Wars first one. You clowning me? <laughs> this isn't even tier two. It's it's Bane. It's D. Right? That is correct. <laughs> Alright, next question's for Ben. Savage Press is the brother of whom? A. Talzin, B. Ventress, C. Maul, or D. Rada? That would be a C at Maul. That is correct. Sorry, these are random tier two questions just showing up in tier one, I guess. <laughs> or perhaps they're just easier <laughs> tier two questions. <laughs> this from the movies. You did say there would yeah. be a couple. So like, I did, I did. Yeah. There, there would be a couple, but, you know, they're a little easier. So Two out of two is, you know. Yeah. Technically a couple. <laughs> well, third in a row here. Okay. Question number three goes to Calvin. Uh, Ventress becomes what after she leaves Dooku? Is it a night sister, a bounty hunter, a Jedi, or nothing and just dies? This is from Clone Wars as well? Yeah. Okay. I think I've seen two episodes. Um, I'll go with... Uh, what was the first one? Night sister? Let's go with night sister. Night sister, she yes, indeed, she becomes a night sister after oh, she leaves Dooku. Congratulations! Nice. He didn't that go with D. He does yes. nothing and dies. I had, no, 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 give me my second pick. <laughs> <laughs> I like right. that one. All right, next question is for Tyler. Uh, Saul Guerrero was first introduced in what? The Clone Wars, the <clears> prequels, <throat> Rebels, or a novel? The Clone Wars. All right, going to option A. That is correct. Excellent. All right, next question is for Wes. Ahsoka Tano was first introduced on which planet? Coruscant, Tatooine, Christophysis, or Geonosis? Oh, man, I have absolutely no idea. I thought at least someone would have gotten the question wrong by now. Uh, let's, let's, let's just go with Coruscant. Coruscant, okay. Incorrect. Question, the Josh. answer is C. Christophsis. Oh, I man. thought that you was a million, million years. I thought you made that up. Christophsis. I don't even remember the question. <laughs> Some, somebody named Christopher in the, in the store group was like, oh, what do we call this planet? Oh, my name is Christopher. Let's name me Christopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Christophsis. <laughs> All right. The last, the last question is for Reed. Which planet is Ventures originally from? Is it Tatooine, Dathomir, Raxus, or Coruscant? I'm going to go with Dathomir based on Calvin's answer. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Not that All I right. actually knew. That is, that, there's a trick answer in there. So yeah, you got that right though. Okay. Um, you guys ready for six more ventures? That is, that is the first round. It looks like Wes, you're one point behind. That's okay. Now that they're all tier two, more harder questions coming their way. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? No, I think we programmed it. I think I think you have it set to start at tier two. That way, if if someone gets a question wrong, it goes down to tier one. 
I just remember I, that. Such a long time ago, I don't remember, but that I, sounds like it I could just be remember right. you saying that to me a couple months ago. Yes. Okay. I so think sorry. Wes's algorithm's not yeah. based on like time yeah. or something. It's based on like <laughs> <the> weather. <laughs> actually, that actually makes a lot of sense because those are all Clone Wars questions. So, um, okay. Yeah. So that's, I guess. So now, I guess, Wes, now that you've got one wrong, you'll get a tier one question next time. That makes yeah, a lot of sense. I, okay. I actually just looked at the code and you're right. It does start at tier two. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's the one thing I forgot to mention, I guess. Totally slipped by me. Sorry, guys. Nice. Hardest okay. part's over. <laughs> hey, y'all got you all you all got it right. You all got a question right, yeah. so that's good. But now, now here's where getting the, harder. Yeah, here's where the fun begins. <laughs> okay, next question is for Bryce. The most recent. Oh, you know what? This is an outdated question. Okay. Um, okay. Aside from Star Perfect Wars, for me. <laughs> aside from Star Wars VR pinball, what is the most recent VR Star Wars adventure in the form of a video game? Is it God. A. Secret to the Empire, B. Vader Immortal, C. Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, or D. Star Wars Squadrons? Ooh. I think it is C. Yes. Ah, you got it right. Because of the High Republic stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Okay, next question is for Ben. Blue milk comes from what animal? Is it a Rathtar, <laughs> a Bantha, a Krayat dragon, or it's Gamorian urine? Hmm. So, uh, say the multiple choices again. Is it A, a Rathtar, B, a Bantha, C, a Krayat dragon, or D, it's Gamorian urine i'm going with b b abantha all right cool you got it you got it right moving up to tier four oh, no. it's like which <laughs> of those animals looks most like a cow yeah, yeah. yeah that was literally, that was literally a good like, you can't milk a raptor yeah. i don't think it's good morning I, I don't think you can milk a dragon either alone i don't think there'd be a lot of blue milk in the galaxy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I D could have been Gamorian milk, but it wasn't even that. It was Gamorian <laughs> urine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. man! All right. Next question for Calvin. The model of Slave One is what? Is it A a Fire Spray Thirty One, B a Firebolt, C a Nimbus Two Thousand, or D a YT Thirteen Hundred? Well, I know it's not Nimbus 2000 because that's <laughs> from Harry Potter, I think. And I think D is the Millennium Falcon. What, was the, what were the first two? First two is uh, A, a Fire Spray 31 or B, a Fire Bolt. I think it's Fire Spray 31. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. All right. The, 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 yeah, nice. B is also a, a magic broomstick. You know what? You know why I got that one right is I I, I could read it in your face when like, <laughs> like when you read that Harry Potter one. You're like, it's like, like uh, fire fireball. I had I had the That's doubt in it. my mind that like that was actually a reasonable option for you. So. Yeah, it was clear yeah. that it was not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we got a question for Tyler. The book that preceded Rogue One, which gave more detail on the character Galen Erso, was called what? A. Catalyst. B. Tarkin. C. Aftermath. Or D. A New Dawn. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm going to go with C. C, Aftermath. All right. Aftermath. No, it is uh, actually A, Catalyst, uh, a Rogue One novel. 
um, uh, aftermath. I got that. Was Dang, that's a, hard. Uh, I wouldn't have got that either. It is. This is a hard tier, man. It's a hard tier. Aftermath was a book that took place after Return of the Jedi, but um, nobody liked it, so it doesn't matter. Uh, turn eleven goes to Wes. How old was Yoda when he died? Was he over eight hundred, over nine thousand, over nine hundred, or over one thousand? Oh man, I'm. I mean, clearly not not over nine thousand. Is it over eight hundred? Are you going with option A? Wait, actually, hold on a sec. If I, <laughs> if, if I answer the lowest, it's always going to be right because he'll have died over that age. Oh, that's a good point, actually. That's a good point. (laughs) Okay, you got to guess over over the closest age that he's been over when he died. (laughs) (laughs) We had this question last time, and we did not find this. Yeah, nobody got that. Wes is the only guy that would catch that. The rest of us are too big of a nerd to actually try to get the accurate one. And Wes is just like, you know what? How do I bring break this down yeah 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 i mean yeah like this is this is on you josh you invited a mathematician but i do think it's over 800 it is over uh 900 I think we should let him have that. That's just so funny. I think we I think we gotta give him a we'll give him a bonus point at the end. I'm down with that. Alright, a bonus point at the end. See that's see I'd rather you just give him the point because if he gets a bonus point, then that means he still gets the point. But he doesn't have to move up a tier. I'm saying bonus point <laughs> that, because I can't actually add a point in the thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wes, you got to make this a little more advanced for me to add in points here. <laughs> <laughs> bonus point it is. You, gotta, you just remember that for me, all right? Uh, all right, next, next question for Reed. Corellia is known for what? Is it A, ships manufacturing, a. B, drug trade, C, garbage disposal, or D, slave trade? A. Correct. Well done. Child's play. <laughs> All right, we'll cycle back to Bryce. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, you're in the you're in the you're in the tier four. Uh-oh. Jedi, uh, the Jedi Apprentice series has how many books? Oh, oh my. Okay, what are, what are my options here? <laughs> All right, you got A twenty, B eighteen, C twelve, or D ten. Oh, I think there's a lot of those. I'm going to go with 18. That seems like a good number. 18. It is 20. Oh, there were a lot of those. There was a lot of those. Yeah. That's close, though. It's good. Is it's it, good like, estimate. perfectly 20? It's Yeah, it's perfectly 20. And I forget if that's just, like, the numbered ones or if that's also including the... Because uh, there were some special edition releases that didn't have a number that was also still part of the series, so I forget I forget what I based the answer off of. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of those books. So the next question is for Ben. Hard question here. Prince, uh, I always forget. What is it? Exor, Shizor. Uh, Exor. Yeah. Exor. Yeah. Exor. Exor. 
is of what species? Is he A, a human, B, Drizellian, C, a Nemoidian, or D, a Falene? Gonna go with uh, A. He is a Falene. Man, I should I don't even know who this is, so. <laughs> <laughs> this was my question. No, that was Bryce's question for sure. <laughs> Bryce lives in tier four. He's just, yeah. Except for the books. Yeah, 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 except for that. <laughs> All right, next question is for Calvin. Darth Malak's master is whom? Is it A, Revan, B, Bane, C, Bandon, or D, Andedu? Oh, man. I think... Was it Bandon? No, it is not Bandon. It is Revan. I thought the Re- I thought Malak was the master, and Revan was the was the opposite in the games. Yeah. Like Malak. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Revan. Yeah. Yeah. Tricky, tricky stuff. All right. Next question is for Tyler. The bounty hunter known to have a pet Anuba is who? Is it A. Dengar, B. Bosk, C. Aura Singh, or D. Embo? Uh, I'm going to go with Dengar. I actually don't know this one. Is Embo. He's got a, uh, he's the one with the metal hat, throws it around. He's got a pet dog. <laughs> of course. That, that follows him around all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Also pretty from cool. the Clone Wars, right? Yeah. 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 That, was, that was a tier two question. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next question is for Wes. Palpatine's worshippers in episode nine are part of which group? Are they part of the A, Acolytes of the Beyond? B, the Sith Eternal, C, the Knights of Ren, or D, the Sathari. Oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is another one where I'm just I'm just gonna guess. Is it is it A? <sighs> nope. Clobbered. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not super far off though the acolytes of beyond were were this were this group of uh they were basically they're kind of like sith worshipers they were introduced in the canon uh trilogy the the aftermath trilogy and uh they were this group of of these sith religious people that that just absolutely loved darth vader and palpatine they would they went scouring the galaxy for all these uh old relics of the past and um, you know, there's a question, there's a fan theory out there to say that they are possibly the same thing, but at the moment that's still not confirmed. So, uh, but yeah, in the movie, it's, it's the Sith Eternal that they call themselves at the very end. <clears throat> All right. Next question is for Reed. Cal Kestis's story picks up how many years after the Jedi purge? Is it five years, six years, 10 years, or four years? Ooh. I'm going to go with B. No, it is A, five years. You play through, you play through Fallen Order, right? Oh yeah. Did you guys, the rest of you guys play through Fallen Order? No, I haven't. Didn't we do a review on Fallen Order? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was, uh, that was a good, that was a good game. Like that, like that story. Half a point for being one year off. (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> yeah, I mean, 
maybe, maybe. We'll see how close it is at the end. I don't know. Well, I'll keep uh, Wes, had to, he, Wes had to work so hard just for his one bonus point. <laughs> <laughs> Reed's just throw, yeah, Reed's like, hey, throw me a bone, buddy. <laughs> well, I feel right. bad. My questions have been pretty easy for, for the most part. Let's be honest. They've Not been all right. Hard. Yeah, you've, you've had some good luck there. I don't know. Wes just keeps getting clobbered. I don't know if they're easy <laughs> questions or hard questions, Wes. You tell me. But um, I mean, I, I, I just don't have the knowledge, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question is for Bryce. Cycling around again. Vader Immortal takes place on what planet? Is it Coruscant, Nur, Bogana, or Mustafar? Another VR. What? Yeah. Uh, I think it's Mustafar, right? I've never it played is. it. Yeah, okay. It is. Congratulations. Okay, next question is for Ben. Name the remaining survivor of the Night Sisters from Jedi Fallen Order. Is it A. Merlin, B. Marin, C. Ariel, or D. Grub? It is B. Marin. Okay, what was your answer? It was B. Marin. B Marin, okay. That was inspired. Grub. <laughs> it's obvious. A lot of effort went into that one. A lot. Okay, the next question is for Calvin. Fortress of the Inquisitorius is on which planet? Is it A Mustafar? B Camino? C Exegol or D Nur? I think it's Exegol. It is Nur. Okay. So that wasn't Nur? from uh, the Inquisitor. That's from Jedi Fallen Order as well. So that's yeah, um, I didn't play yeah. that. Te- technically, isn't it on a space station? It's on a different planet that orbits around the same system as Mustafar. It's the Mustafar system, but it's a different moon. Uh, it's called Nur, and uh, you can see Mustafar from the surface of the planet. And so Vader has his castle on Mustafar, and then the Inquisitorius, which is where he's got all his. His Inquisitor agents, they uh, they reside on this castle on the opposing planet called, oh, called yeah, Nurin. It's like an now. ocean world. Yeah. Yep, and yep. Uh, there's just this giant underwater base with this castle that pokes out the server. It's pretty cool. Like I love the design of that place. It was awesome. So next question for Tyler. How many Star Wars movies are there? We got a tier, it looks like a tier one question, is it? Um, is it A, 11, B, 9, C, 6, or D, is there 12? These are the staple movies, including the spinoffs and not counting holiday special or Ewok adventures or anything like that. <laughs> well, there's, I'm going with 11. <laughs> you got it. You got it. There's oh, 11 wow. movies. I was going to say, uh, for me, yeah, there's only uh, six canon movies. There's only six. There's only six. There's only six. Ewok's bad. Hold on. I got to recap. Yeah, this is Ewok's kind of a trick question, Josh. Yeah, I feel if like this is a matter six, of opinion. If you answer six, I might have given you a bonus a point there. I don't know. <laughs> All right, the next question. Six, I'm not even saying the prequels. I'm saying the original trilogy, holiday special, and the two Ewoks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well played. Well played. Well played, yeah. All right, the next question is for Wes. Qui-Gon Jinn's master was whom? Is it A, Yoda, B, Dooku, C, Sifo-Dyas, or D, Oppo Rancis? Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm going to get another thing wrong. 
Actually, hold on. It, it's Cypher Diaz, isn't it? Is that your final answer? Well, now that you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're asking me. I'm the one with the answers. That's fine. That's fine. Survey says. not Oppo Rancis. You got a hint from the, uh, yeah, the, the competitors. Okay, what, what was your final answer? Cypher Diaz. Cypher Diaz, incorrect. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was Dooku. All right. So... We have uh, turn 24 going to read the Battle of Jakku was how many years after the Battle of Endor? Now, this is not to be mistaken with the movies. This is an event that happened between the films and uh, is what you see as the scarred leftovers of the battle when you watch The Force Awakens. So is it A, five years, B, one year, C, 29 years or D, 11 years? I'm going to say one year. You got it. One year after Return of the Jedi. Okay, turn 25 goes to Bryce. What replaced the corrupt and weak New Republic? Was it A, the Galactic Empire, B, the Fell Empire, C, the Galactic Federation of Free Alliances, or D, the New Jedi Order? Now, this is a EU, right? Yeah, this is an EU question. I think it's C. That's correct. Wow, Bryce. The Galactic yeah. Federation of Free Alliances. Wow, that's Marty powerful. Pants over there. <laughs> he's, he's the, the most EU irrelevant master. Star Wars information. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Isn't that acronym literally Guffaw? Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right, we got a question for Ben. Thrawn is uh, what species? Is he A, a Duros, B, a Pantoran, C, a human, or a D, a Chiss? He is D, a Chiss. That is correct. All right, next question is for Calvin. Darth Maul has how many confirmed relatives alive during the Clone Wars? Is it A, two, B, three? C, one, or D, is it four? Um, two. Option A? No. He has uh, Savage Repress's brother, his mother Talzin, and uh, he has a brother who dies very early on when we first meet Savage Repress, who actually kills the guy. And uh, that was the, the third sibling. I, well, I, before today, so. I did not know he had any relatives, so... Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> These are confirmed as well. Like, there's definitely yeah. like a Larry Mall that runs like a used <laughs> speeder dealership somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question for Tyler. The Jedi Temple has how many towers? Is it A, three, B, four, C, five, or D, six? Five. Very nice. Very nice. Moving up a tier. Okay, next question is going for Wes. The first line spoken in Star Wars history ever on screen in 1977's A New Hope. Is it A, R2-D2, where are you? Is it B, we have them, Lord Vader? Is it C, did you hear that? They shut down the main reactor. Or is it D, R2-D2, come back this instant? Oh, my God. <laughs> I... Uh... I feel like my memory of all of these movies is so hazy, but four is where they open with like the the rebel ship. Yeah, yeah, right. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, that, that's the first it. line, surely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or it's laughs> pew, pew. Oh 
Um, I, I think it's the, like we have them, Lord Vader. Of course Sorry. not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was it was uh, it was C. Did you hear that? They shut down the main reactor. Oh man, man, I'm sorry, dude. You're getting creamed yeah. here. It's it's like I wasn't <laughs> kidding about getting all of them wrong. <laughs> all right, all right. Turn thirty. Question uh, for Reed here: Which war began in twenty five ABY? This is a tier four question. Star Wars Legends material. Was it A the Swarm War? Was it B Republic Collapse? Was it C Imperial Civil War? Or D the Yuuzhan Vong War? Dude, I, this is out of my league. <laughs> this is so out of my league. Um, what were my options? Is it A, the Swarm War, B, Republic Collapse, C, Imperial Civil War, or D, Yuuzhan Vong War? Gonna go with B? That is incorrect. 25 Tell me, at least the, the, at least that was the Swarm War. Um, that was the was that that was the Yuuzhan Vong War, I think, wasn't it? Oh, so it was D. Okay, I felt like between of the four, B and D were my two best options. So it was just yeah, you know, after making all these questions, like the yeah, it's yeah, I'm pretty sure it was yeah, it was the Yuuzhan Vong War. Yeah. Oh. Um, all right. So <clears throat> next question is for Bryce. <laughs> Caravan of Courage was what? No is way. A, oh, a TV movie. We is have prepared B? for this, Bryce. Yes. We've <laughs> been training for this. Uh, I, feel like Rocky, I feel like Rocky after running up and down those stairs <laughs> yeah. and I'm ready. Alright, alright, alright. Care of Courage was what? Was it A, a TV movie? B, an animated series? Was it C, a novel or D, a comic series? Wait, what? A TV movie? An animated series, oh. a novel, or a comic? I guess I guess it's a TV movie. I thought it was a movie. Yeah, it, yeah, you're right. It was a TV. Yeah, it's a TV movie. Oh. It did it did have uh, a three oh, a theatrical like a movie that gets released run. on. I see. Yeah. I see. Like the title, yeah. the title, Caravan of Courage, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you got it. Okay. okay next that question. Me more than it should have. I was like, Whoa, Come on, that was an easy one, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. The next question is for Ben. <clears throat> Name the first RPG game uh, from Star Wars that was released under Fantasy Flight. Was it A, Age of Rebellion, B, Force and Destiny, C, Edge of the Empire, or D, The Force Awakens, the RPG? I don't know the answer to this, so I'm going to go with B. It was Edge of the Empire. Okay, cool story. All right, next question is <laughs> for Cal Calvin. Please let it be a caravan of courage question. <laughs> I'm ready. Unfortunately, it's not. But uh, yeah. Okay. So, who wiped out all the information about Camino in the temple archives? Was it A. Darth Plagueis, B. Sifo-Dyas, C. Count Dooku, or D. Palpatine? I'm pretty sure it was Count Dooku. You got it. Okay. You got it. All right, Calvin. I really hope you get a question that's like 
who did Mace promise his sister he'd be? The his mom and mom, the dad. His dad, his mom and the dad. <laughs> or his mom and his dad and his mom and dad. Or oh, his man. dad and his mom. <laughs> I, I have more I have more Caravan of Courage questions to pop oh, up, and man. I really hope they come up because this is all randomized, so we'll see. Oh, no, I, I hope I don't get one. Good Lord. <laughs> have you seen those, Reed? Have you seen those? Movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. Only, oh. I've heard of the legend. Well, wait until Dude, you listen to our episodes. Oh yeah, oh, just wait. oh yeah, it's the best way to experience those movies is with our commentary tracks that we made. They're they're gold, like pure gold. <laughs> oh, gosh, <laughs> awesome. Looking All forward right. to it. <laughs> All right, we got a comment. We got a question for Tyler. The big event that kickstarts the era of the High Republic is known as what? Is it A, the Great Terror, B, the Galactic Purge, C, the Great Disaster, or D, the Unlimited Power? I have no knowledge of anything High Republic, so let's go with B. It is C, the Great Disaster. <laughs> what was B? Uh, B was the Galactic Purge. Ah, sounds much cooler. <laughs> yeah. you saying yeah. that should be on story group Bryce because I'll, I'll take that I'll take that vouch yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars right. is all about purges <laughs> alright the next question is for Wes Wes Grievous's flagship in Revenge of the Sith the name of the flagship what is it is it A Invisible Hand B The Decimator C The Griever or D, malevolence. You've got to be kidding me. Right? <laughs> it was printed on every Lego set, every visual dictionary, <laughs> every <laughs> toy. Just from watching the movies. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just making you feel guilty. It's I got this question last time and I got it wrong, so don't feel bad if you get it wrong. Too. Oh, man. I mean, it. <laughs> We're gonna it let him can. phone a friend. Phone a friend, Wes. We'll let you. We'll let you phone a friend. We'll let you phone a friend. Pick one of the competitors, and he'll uh, cross out an answer for you. <laughs> All right, who's who's winning? It's Bryce, right? Phone Blake. Phone Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phone Blake. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, all right, Bryce. What's what's up with this question? <laughs> so am I just am I just crossing out one? How about maybe you tell me one, and I'll tell you if it's right or wrong. All right. Uh, was one of them like? Sorry, can you re repeat the answers? The invisible hand, the decimator, the griever, or the malevolence. Oh man, surely it's not the griever. So maybe B. B was, uh, what was it, Josh? Oh, the, the decimator. decimator? B is not the correct answer. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Wes, you've narrowed down uh, two for yourself to choose from. Is it A, the invisible hand, or D, malevolence? Or is Bryce wrong? That's <laughs> wrong. Yeah, wrong. Be wrong. <laughs> he could be throwing you under the bus. Yeah, yeah, he just wants to win. This guy's webcam. I don't think I pose a threat to anyone. <laughs> no, he wants to screw over the the the, the player in last place right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. That's how um, he rolls. Let, let's go. A the invisible hand. A is correct. Well oh, done. Yeah. Oh, let's hear it for Wes. All right. Well done. Well done. All right, turn 36. Next question is for Reed. Echo Base was invaded how long after its creation? Was it A, less than six months, 
B, less than a year, C, less than a week, or D, less than a month? Wait, this, this is another one where you just it's another that one. Yes, the yes. Time period. <laughs> Unlike the other question, this one is based off of a, a, a specific sentence in uh, the Battlefront Twilight Company novel. Oh, man. Um, sorry, what were the answers again? Is it less than six months, less than a year, less than a week, or less than a month? Wes's less. reasoning aside, this is like a, yeah. a a piece from a sentence in an in the book, so it's like a little oh, more man. on the head. But I'm gonna say less than six months. The answer was D, less than a yeah, month. Yeah, dang it! I knew it. <laughs> that was close, though. Was like, that was close. I went with the safe one. I went with the safe one, but I I, <laughs> I failed. I should have known that. All right. Uh, all right. Next question is for Bryce. The first track on the Phantom Menace soundtrack is called what? Is it Star Wars main title and the arrival at Naboo? Is it B, Duel of Fates, C, 20th Century Fanfare, or D, The Blockade? Well, it's definitely not. Oh, but it could be the arrival at Naboo. Yeah, it would have to be the main title, right? And Rival at Naboo? I'm going to go with that one. That is correct. Okay, yeah. Some of the sound... It's tricky because some of the soundtracks have the 20th Century Fanfare and then some oh, of them do don't. They? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that. It's like the... I think it's the more deluxe soundtracks, the expanded ones. That's, uh, you know, that's usually the ones that have them. But... All right. So, uh, we have... A question for Ben, tier four. Jason and Jaina were the children of who? Is it Luke and, and Mera, Cade and Talon, Han and Leia, or Ben Skywalker and Vistara Kai? <laughs> I have no idea, so I'm going to go with A. <laughs> no, that is incorrect. It was, um, uh, they're, the, they're the children of, of Han and Leia. <clears throat> All right, where are we with the scores? We got uh, we got Bryce sitting at six correct answers, Ben sitting at four, Calvin at three, Tyler at three, Wes at one, and Reed at three. So we'll keep going for another uh, another five ten minutes here, and then whoever has the most by that point, uh, we'll we'll just call the winner. So. Turn 39. Next question is for Calvin. Which Star Wars... Oh, lovely. Another tier two question. Which Star Wars the Clone Wars animated film character says, ready he is to teach an apprentice to let go of his pupil, a greater challenge it will be? That definitely sounds like Yoda speak. Is it A, Yoda, B, Windu, C, Kenobi, or D, Palpatine? Yeah, it's obviously A, Yoda. You got it. All right, moving on up to tier three. Next question for Tyler. The Ashla, the Bogan, and the, what is it? A, Chosen One, B, Snoke, C, Balance, or D, Bendu? What? It's a complete the series kind of question. So we got the Ashla and the Bogan. What is the third in the okay. trio? Is it the Chosen One, Snoke, Balance, or Bendu? Bendu? I'm going with Bendu. You got it. Bendu. Also, so, I think uh, yeah, I think Kelvin is uh, is gone. 
if he wants to unmute or something like that. I'm not sure where Calvin went. Or oh, I can't yeah. Hear. He's back. Sure. Calvin, you back? No, I'm still here. Oh, he's still back. Okay. Yeah. I think he was offline oh, okay. for just a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was gone for a bit, but he's back. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> the Ashla and the Bogan and the Bendu, that was like the, uh, that was George's, uh, like early draft concept for the light side, the dark side, and the balance kind of thing. And then those were then cycled into new things, uh, in, in the animated shows, they started using the term Ashla for what the Lasat call the force. Uh, the Bendu, they cycled into this character, which was this, this character that represented the balance, the force. And then, uh, the, the Bogan, I don't, I forget if they've even used that yet, but, uh, yeah, the concept is kind of there. So, all right. Next question is for Wes. Who came to Obi-Wan's aid when Maul and Savage capture him? Was it A, Anakin, B, Ahsoka, C, Quinlan Voss, or D, Ventress? Oh, my goodness. You got I mean, it's, two questions it's, it's always Anakin, right? Is that your final answer? Yeah, me as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's D Ventress. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn 42 goes to Reed. The Darksaber was first made by which Mandalorian? Was it Pre Vizsla, Din Djarin, Jango Fett, or Tor Vizsla? Oof. Sorry, read him again to me. The Darksaber was first made by which Mandalorian? Was it A Pre Vizsla? B, Din Djarin, C, Django Fett, or D, Tor Vizsla? Gonna go with A? Or Tar Vizsla, I guess. That is incorrect. It was Tar Vizsla. right? Yeah. Yes, it was. I yeah. was like, pre sounds like before, so it's gotta you're, be the uh, You're not far off, though, pre Vizsla. He, he, he did carry it. He did carry it. He was just like the, the great descendant. Yeah. And speaking of the Darksaber, you will be able to buy a Black Series replica for like 350 bucks in the next like couple months. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah. All right. So next question is for Bryce. Who controls <laughs> who controls the universe? Is it A, the Force, B, the Wills, C, the Anchorites, or D, the Maker? I don't even know what the right answer is on this one. <laughs> I totally forget. This is a tier five extreme hard question. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Uh, is it is it the wills? Is this like a uh, an answer from? Rogue you got one? it. Is the wills? Yeah? Is the wills? Wow! Wow! Is the I just wills. remember like uh, I remember the guy from. I don't even remember his name. The monk guy from Rogue One says that, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he does. Yeah, a cheer anyway. Yeah. What? So, sorry. So, what's the prize? Like, what does he win for being like the ultimate? <laughs> <laughs> it's called. It's called redemption. He didn't win last time. So, yeah, he's not even here. So, it doesn't even matter. Well, yeah, like, we need like, a belt or something like that to pass around. Like, like we do WWE. Like, well, we, we need to do another because because between Blake and and uh, and and Bryce, we got this this ongoing rivalry now where it's like, you know, I, I feel like he didn't show up because he didn't want to face the competition. But, you know, like, <laughs> is this you trash talking him, trying to get him to fight? <laughs> I, I sabotaged I sabotaged his house. Like, I egged his house before this started so that oh, he couldn't attend the pre-fight yeah. interview. Yeah, couldn't uh, show his face. All I win is is a lot of 
a lot of shame about how much time I've spent thinking about these things. <laughs> Self-recognition. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question is for Ben. This is a tier three question. Operation Cinder from Battlefront 2 was Palpatine's plan to what? Was it A, decimate the New Republic worlds, B, bring an end to the New Jedi Order, C, bring punishment to the Empire for his death, or D, retaliate against the Rebellion? Read the question, read the answers again. Was it both or just the answers? Uh, just, oh yeah, you can read the question. Yeah. Okay. Operation Cinder from Battlefront Two. It's also in Shattered Empire, the comic, and various other things. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons as well. Was Palpatine's plan to was it option A decimate New Republic worlds, B bring an end to the New Jedi Order, C bring punishment to the Empire for his death, or D retaliate against the Rebellion? I'm gonna go with D. It was C, it bring punishment to the Empire for his death. Okay. Clean slate. All right. Next question is for Calvin. Thrawn's flagship. Thrawn's flagship. What's it called? Is it A, the Chimera, B, Executor, C, the Devastator, or D, Iron Hand? Mm, let's go Chimera. You got it. It is the Chimera. What a guess. You know, the only Going reason I knew, I knew that it would be Chimera was because in Star Wars Squadrons, you can get like a little hologram or like dingle thing you can have in your car. Yeah, there you go. There's Reed being resourceful. <laughs> I know this stuff in like the weirdest, most obscure ways. It's not because I've actually like paid attention. No, that's that's actually, I, I had no idea that that was... Um, that fun, that was yeah. an Easter egg in there, but yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh, all right. So next question is for Tyler. Arcanus was home to what? The Secret Imperial Academy, B Shipyards, C Imperial Senate, or D a Rebel Hideout. Uh, what was? Can you read about, uh, the answers out again? Sure. Uh, so Arcanus was the home world to what? The Secret Imperial Academy. That's option A. Option B is Shipyards. C is Imperial Senate. Or D is Rebel Hideout. Uh, I think it's the Secret Imperial Academy. Not hey. Confident. Yeah, you got it. Sweet. Yeah. Well done. Nice. Okay. Uh, we got a question for Wes, and then we'll check on the scores. So, uh, Wes, Naboo was invaded by, is it A, the Separatist Alliance, B, the Trade Federation, C, the Banking Clan, or D, the Empire? Uh, this, this has to be Trade Federation, right? Yeah, you got it. Thank goodness. Oh, no suspense. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is Wes's moment. Yeah. Josh, you yeah. like needed to answer. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I got to put doubt in his mind every time. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? No, sorry. We got one more question before the end of the round. Next question is for Reed. Revenge of the Sith release uh, year. So the the uh, episode three, what, what, when was it released? Was it A, 2004, B, 2005, C, 2007, or D, 2002? Oh, I know it was on Father's Day. 
Um, <laughs> Which Father's Day in the last twenty something odd years was it released? Was it 2004's Father's Day? Was it 2005's Father's Day? 2007's Father's Day or 2002's Mother's Day? Two thousand four. It was two thousand five. Ah, Read why Father's Day? Did you go with your dad? So no. So one year I went to Fan Expo and I bought a poster for my dad for the release of Revenge of the Sith. And th- this wasn't like before the release of the movie. They just had an old poster, and it's got Darth Vader pointing his finger at you and it says who's your daddy it's revenge of the oh sith release God. like blah 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 other's day and i was like i was like dad this is my gift to you i think he has that hung up in his classroom or something like that at school i uh, i actually did go with my dad on father's day to see the movie so there you go nice. <laughs> well I was impressed. I was like, Reed's accessing his like mind palace. He's like, it's Father's Day. Uh, what year? He's like, what was my the shirt my dad was wearing? It was a it was a band from a it was a new band that came out in two thousand. It was two thousand five. Yeah, <laughs> so elaborate. Yeah. All right, we, we're sitting at uh, a score of Bryce holding seven, Ben holding four, Calvin, you're at five, Tyler, you're at five, Wes, uh, you got two plus your bonus point. And uh, Reed, you're sitting at three. So we got a, a very. Oh, hold on. So I'm tied with Reed. You are, it seems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so oh, we, we got a competition. Who's going to be in dead last? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll do one more round and then we'll call a game. So <clears throat> turn 49 goes to Bryce. How many episodes was in George's original outline? Was it A, 6, B, 9, C, 12, or D, 5? Um. Nine? Let's go with nine. That's just a guess. It was 12. 12? Oh my god. It was. All right. Turn 50 goes to Ben. How does Boba Fett die? Was it A, he doesn't, B, Sarlacc Pit, C, Luke's lightsaber, or D, Han shooting first? Well, the correct answer is he doesn't die, but he does get swallowed by a Sarlacc, and then gets uh, spat out somehow and found by the Mandalorian in the desert. Okay. So and, your uh, final man. answer? <laughs> your final answer? Oh, say oh, say the uh, answers again. So the question is, how does Boba Fett die? Is it A, he doesn't? Oh, is he it doesn't. B, Sarlacc Pit? He C, doesn't. Luke's lightsaber? I totally or... didn't hear A. I just heard all these other ones, and I was like, is this an outdated question? Uh, oh, if I had is, he does not die. Okay, all right, correct, go. correct. You. you got it. All right, next question. Caught, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question is for Calvin. Dash Rendar's ship is called what? Is it the Outrider? The side swiper, the star sleezer, or the ravager? Well, judging by your laugh, it can't be the, the side swiper. <laughs> well, why do you got to keep asking me ship name questions? Um, what was the first one? The outrider. Okay, that one sounded right. Is it the outrider? 
<laughs> it is the outrider. All right. All right. Next question. Next question is for Tyler. What powers the Star Destroyer's lasers manufactured on Exegol? Is it A, Kyber, B, Plasma, C, Hypermatter, or D, Coaxium? I'm going to go with Kyber, but I don't know. You got it. It's Kyber. Woo! Wait, what do they use coaxium for? Is that just the fuel for the engines? Yeah, coaxium is like a like a fuel source. Um, that was that was something that came up in Solo quite Solo, a bit. It was coaxium, yeah. but uh, yeah, it recently in the Vader comic series, they they got into the uh, the uh, the source of of Kyber on on Exegol. There's like a huge amount of it there, which is where they source to to power all those super lasers those planet killing ships which is a little ridiculous if you ask me but yeah that's no there. you think yeah you think it's like a rare resource and the empire is like nah we got we got enough of this to make two death stars and then some <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah. it's ridiculous because in the latest comic like darth vader or yeah darth vader goes there right yeah yeah and it's re- so so technically they're building a death star at the same time they're building like this fleet of a thousand star destroyers that can destroy planets why would you build a death star unless we forget the uh whatchamacallit star killer base or yeah. wait no that draws from the sun i'm an idiot never mind <laughs> but the most powerful suns have hearts of kyber well done that's, that's ben's favorite movie it is my favorite movie all right. The next question is for Wes. A zombie-like virus was introduced by Geonosians to the clones via what? Was it A, worms, B, gas, C, injections, or D, lasers? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's definitely not lasers, right? Final answer? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my final answer is it's not lasers. <laughs> Correct. <Yeah>. Correct. <laughs> all right, all right. Carry on, carry on. Um, Give me your process of elimination here. I want to hear it out loud. <laughs> oh, man, it, it's going to be depressing for you guys to hear how little goes on in my brain. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I just... I honestly just don't think it's gas for whatever reason, which leaves me with like what worms right. and injections. Yep. Let's go worms. You got it. Incredible. It is worms. Incredible. Nice. Now there's some proof that you saw the clone wars. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> All right. We're on a last question. Turn 54 goes to read. Where is the most wretched hive of scum and villainy? Is it? In oh. Moss Espa, Moss Eisley, Anchorhead, or Moss Pelgo? Moss Eisley. You'll never find yes. a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's like we were just listening to the movie right there. You may have seen All that right. movie a couple times, just saying. All right, fellas, that is, that is, uh, we're going to cap it there. And uh, Bryce, congratulations. You congratulations. win with seven correct answers. Oh, uh, well Calvin and Tyler tying for second place with six correct answers. Wait, I got a tie for second place? Yes, you Ooh. did. Uh, wow, we got I Ben sitting in. Episode. Ben, you got the bronze trophy with five correct answers. Very nice. And Reed coming in right behind that with four. 
And I'm sorry, Wes, you got three coming in, in the last place, the sixth place. Sorry, man. That was, but, that was a good bonus effort, point, though. right? But bonus bonus point, point. You got. Oh, actually, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. OK, your bonus point brings you up with tying Reed for, for last place. So no, I'm sorry okay, to I, both I, of you. <laughs> Reed, Reed did way better than I did. I got the phone a friend and everything. I, I definitely deserve the last place. <laughs> all right, all right. So he's giving up his bonus point to we embrace can the it three. Half a point. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Half a point. Yeah. Or we could just say they tied for last but then you gotta like measure yeah. the quality of your points and yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh man and the next question would have gone to Bryce would have been Caravan of Courage was released in what year <laughs> and I would not have got that <laughs> <laughs> alright alright thanks for playing Star Wars Ultimate Trivia guys that was super fun and uh, you know hopefully a good way to celebrate Star Wars Day, uh, this recording will drop tomorrow. So, you know, if you want to hear the rest of it, I guess you can uh, you can tune into that. And if any of you guys are interested in sticking around for the rest of the conversation happening with, with Blake, uh, we're going to be doing that in just a couple minutes. So, yeah, other than that, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks yeah, for nice hosting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pack. It's a full house, man. A busy episode. Everyone, uh, everyone. It was awesome to have everybody here. Uh, sorry you missed the trivia, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just got nervous with all those high com- competitors there, and I had to dip out. <laughs> well, that's quite the competition you're up against. And, uh, you know, I know uh, Bryce just nailed it on the head there. He did pretty well this time around. So you you each hold a victory at this point, being the second Star Wars trivia night. Yeah, I see he didn't get... He didn't get stuck behind Clone Wars questions this time, eh? Oh, no, yeah. it's uh, He actually did really well this time with the Clone Wars. Managed to get uh, enough that he knew the answers to to just move on and to hit the things that he knew really well in the later tiers with the, the Legends material and, and all that. So, so it's Star Wars Day as of uh, tomorrow. Well, as of the day that everyone's going to be listening to this episode, it will be Star Wars Day. So happy Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. Yes, may the fourth be with you. And and speaking of which, the saying uh, actually originated forty two years ago in uh, in England of all places. Yeah. So the first Star Wars Day was May fourth, nineteen seventy nine. Margaret Thatcher took the job as Prime Minister in the United Kingdom, and the Conservatives placed a congratulatory advertisement in the London Evening News saying, "May the fourth be with you, Maggie. Congratulations!" So this year. We wow. celebrate not only the 50-year anniversary of Lucasfilm, but we also celebrate the 42nd Star Wars Day. That's pretty crazy. I mean, it's pretty nuts, Just over right? time, spread all, spread all over the globe. That's crazy to me that Star Wars Day started before the original trilogy was complete. Yeah, it's, it's, it is nuts, actually, yeah, when you think about it. I mean, Cause I it's guess something they only that had... I thought would have come about during the dark times. Yeah, you know, I, I would have thought so too. I actually didn't know this until I did some research, and and I was like, oh wow, that, that was that was a long time ago. Like not what I was expecting. But yeah, the, at that point, there would have only been one Star Wars movie. And yeah, exactly. And it already the holiday had its, special, its, I guess maybe. 
What's funny is they didn't base the holiday around the holiday special. <laughs> I think there's all, I think we all know a good reason to why that is. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. It's the same reason that uh, we haven't seen anything Ewok Adventures related for well over 30 years at this That's point. That's true. <laughs> you know, I think it's about time Lucasfilm remade the Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, I have no doubt about it. Though around Christmas time this year, I'm pretty sure we'll see at least a digital digital version published to Disney Plus, or even a even one step up from that. Maybe even remastered a little bit. Was it not in the the bundle they just put up of all the old stuff? No, it wasn't. They're still hiding enough, it. <laughs> they're still buried it. Yeah, it's still yeah. underground in its coffin. The, That's really the, funny. The, the 20 nails that keeps it shut. <laughs> yeah, they had a new one every year because they're worried that it's going to come back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't keep it down, though. People on YouTube, they got it up there for everyone to see. So it's, Did you it ever, is what it is. You have the Ewok movies. Do you have the Christmas special on DVD? No. And the reason is because they never republished that on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's a good reason for it, but right, yeah. I know you can find it. it. You can find copies of it. I might have one somewhere. At least we're not like you know we're not surfing the dark web for it kind of thing. (laughs) You can you can can find it on YouTube. So dark web for illegal activities and watching the Star Wars Christmas special. (laughs) (laughs) So it's Star Wars Day. Naturally, uh, a lot of stuff going on. What do you what do you normally do for Star Wars Day on a yearly basis? Like, do you have a routine or or like a habit? I usually just watch the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I like anything. I like anything. Exciting, I feel but... like we got to We got to do something, you know, because the group of us or whatever, it would be fun at some point to do a Star Wars Day where we actually, you know, trade gifts or something like that. <laughs> like treat it like a Christmas. It'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Do like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, gifts. yeah. Little Star Wars gifts. Do like a twenty dollar budget and see what we can find. We could make it almost like a New Year's celebration where we all watch A New Hope together and time it so right at midnight the Death Star blows up. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good way to do it. I've never actually personally never celebrated Star Wars Day in the sense that maybe other people do. I've never put up any decor and never put anything out because I live in this in this environment anyways. You know, like I I've, I live in the amongst the posters and the collectibles. Yeah. It's like it, I already live in Star Wars Day. Yeah, it's it's every day is Star Wars. Yeah, day, every right? day is Star Wars to Day to a, lot, to of a lot of us fans. Yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like Star Wars Day for on a global basis now is it's crazy. Like it's so big, and you know, we'll get into all the reasons why in just a bit. But I mean, for one, if you type in Star Wars right now into Google, you'll be able to see Star Wars style confetti just flying down from the top. And uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and it's like you don't see that for for too many fandoms at all. I mean, like there's no Lord of the Rings Day where they do that. There's no Marvel Day. You know, it's 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 Star Wars Day. Star Wars is like the. It's actually surprised. You think they would have done that by now? But yeah, you're right. Maybe there's just no calendar day that sounds like something from Lord of the Rings. Right. And there's no there even 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 things where it is an unofficial holiday to those fans. Like I know there is a Harry Potter day and I forget if it's the day that Harry goes back to school or if it's Harry's birthday or I forget if it's when the first book was released. But it's one of those three. 
as a Harry Potter fan, I feel like I shouldn't be even calling myself a Harry Potter fan if I don't even know that. But I love the movies to death. <laughs> they have one day, I've Josh. Got, <laughs> they have one day. I know, right? I've got the Harry <laughs> Potter world app on my phone. I've got the the books all on my shelf, and I still haven't read them. Like a, a lot of them are still in the, are still in the cellophane, and because like they're super collector, so. Uh, they're also first prints for like from the UK uh, that have been shipped all the way out here and everything like that. But uh, little nerd flex, right? There. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I I, I self clarify. You know, I I, I kind of consider myself a, a level of a Harry Potter fan. I'm definitely not the biggest one out there, but it's you know, I, I like Harry Potter quite a bit, and they've got their own celebratory day. But it's not nearly as well recognized. And you know what? I, I will Star say Wars this. Day. I will say this. Harry Potter Land. Universal is way better than Star Wars Land Disney. I haven't been to Star Wars Land Disney yet, but I would not be surprised if that was the case. Because Harry Potter Land was awesome. Man. Like the Wizarding World at Florida, California. Man, they did such a good job. So good. I was so it impressed. It is inspired. Like a Galaxy's Edge is inspired from Wizarding World. Like Wizarding World came first. So like it's, yeah. uh, it's you know, there's something special about that park right there. And, you know, it's just like there's something about being in the Harry Potter it's magical, you know, like there's nothing, there's nothing yeah. magical about being in the Star Wars universe or at least how I interpret that way. It's cool. It's awesome. I mean, we're all hardcore Star Wars fans. It's fantastic. You get to go to a place that looks like you're in Star Wars, but it's just, there's something about Harry Potter that's just got that extra little spice, you know? It's almost, it's easier to become immersed in the Harry Potter universe than the Star Wars yeah. universe, I think. Yeah. It's, it's Part earthly. It's probably because... Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Based on Earth. Because it's more earthly. Yeah. It's more like a, a hidden society within Earth as opposed to a right. galaxy yeah, far, far yeah. away from different aliens. Yeah, and exactly. And you feel like you're in that hidden society once you're there and you see people, unlike Star Wars Land where you're not even allowed to dress up because Disneyland, right? Harry Potter Land, they let you buy all the robes <laughs> and everything. Like you can walk by people on the street. I didn't even think about that. But it's, it's true, true right? Like, like you can't. And, and they even tell you to put your lightsabers away when you buy them. But at Harry Potter Land, they encourage it. You buy a wand and you can go in the park and they have the interactive areas where you wave your wand, stuff happens, you know, like it's it's much more yeah. immersive. And trust me, those wands are pretty dangerous too. You could poke oh, an eye yeah, out. Totally, totally. I feel like we're talking about Harry Potter too much on the Star Wars podcast already, but <laughs> it's Star Wars Day, all right? All right, so... Uh, <laughs> it's related. It's related to it the... It is. It is. It uh, is related. Star Wars Star We're Wars all land. celebratory nerds of some kind and, you know, it's many, many fandoms. That, my point being... Star Wars Day is the biggest celebrated fandom day, at least in my opinion, as far as I can tell, in the world. Like, it's the biggest thing out there. And it started 42 years ago. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, And Star Wars doesn't have one, but two holidays. It's Force Fridays. That's right. Yeah, we got the Force Fridays that normally celebrated, uh, celebrated the, the release of the new movies that came out in, in, uh, in winter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, all the release, the new toys and everything like that. So, yeah, yeah, totally. You watch your month, Black Friday, Force Friday. It's a busy time. Oh of year. yeah, yeah, totally. Well, and speaking of all the all the sales that normally happen on Black Friday, I mean, Star Wars Day is a great day to pick up stuff on sale. And uh, you know, I feel like it's a good chance to run through some of those prices right now. So, uh, to many of you guys out there who haven't been checking in with our Twitter feed, it's at SWSK Podcast. We also got a copy of the Twitter on the Discord, so you know, feel free to join that. There's a news section in there where you can get copies of the tweets. But there's so many Star Wars deals. 
Check out the links in the description of this podcast episode and the Twitter feed. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons, 50 to 75% off Star Wars games on Steam. Everything from Squadrons on the PlayStation Xbox store all the way to every Star Wars game on, on Steam and even Epic Games and EA and all this and that. It's crazy. You can get anything. Sims, Minecraft, Battlefront. It's all, it's all on sale right now. Uh, so make sure you check that out. $70 Canadian for the entire Oculus Star Wars bundle. So translate that into what is it? US, however you like. What is it normally? But, sorry, what? What is it normally? Uh, well, it, a- it's it's. I think it's 25% off each game, roughly around there. Okay. So you're getting Vader Immortal Episodes 1, 2, 3, uh, Tales from a Galaxy's Edge, and Star Wars VR Pinball, the latest the latest VR Star Wars game. So you get all of those games in one bundle for 70 bucks. It's not bad. It's it's pretty good. So you also get uh right now if you buy a Lego set over $85 on Star Wars Day, being today, you get a free Lego Star Wars Tatooine home homestead building set. It's actually got a decent amount of pieces to it. Uh, and that's with any Lego set over 85 bucks. On, on Lego.com. And for those who have been waiting, the uh, Lego Mandalorian Razorcrest is finally back in stock. So make a move now and you get a bonus Lego set. Awesome. That's also Star Wars themed. Get the home that's a good That's a good call out. Yeah. It's a good flag. I've been watching that thing for months, man. It just like, it comes back in stock and then it's out of stock the next day. You buying it? It just, I've gone back and forth on it. I, I think I will. I, I keep talking myself yeah. up to doing it and then I hesitate and then it's out of stock. Is, <laughs> is it called, is it officially called the Mandalorian ship or they the re- Razor Crest? They renamed they re- it. Yeah. Cause I knew they renamed it. I just forget what they yeah. renamed it to and from. It originally was Razor Crest and then there was a different company that patented the toy name. So they had to change it. Oh, okay. I see. All right. Interesting. Well, that's a thing then. Uh, so score, yeah, score that Lego You think set. if it's, but you'd think because they got the license from Disney in the first place, they wouldn't have to worry about that. That doesn't make sense to me. But. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But I mean, um, actually, you know, do me a favor. Google search the uh, the uh, the May the Fourth Lego Star Wars deal for for this year. It's actually not a bad looking. It's 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 a micro set, but it's cool. Like it's got a little a nice little display. It's uh you know it's got the uh, the Lars Homestead there with the Jawa sand crawler and uh, a little plaque that says Lego Star Wars twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a small little thing, but it's cool. You know, it's a good, cool little desk oh, that's buddy. Kinda cool. Yeah, yeah, cool little desk buddy. But yeah, you get that for for any set over eighty five bucks. So you know, if you're gonna buy a Lego Star Wars set, hey, might as well buy it today. You know, score something extra. Just like that, your parts. Your parts per piece yeah. go way down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Parts per piece. You know, that's that's how many pieces is that? I don't know. It's like, like 50 pieces or something. That's pretty good. It's not bad. If yeah. You, if you get something around 85 bucks or whatever, it's going to bring your, your piece count down quite a bit. Because oh, yeah. I know for Lego, with Star Wars specifically, it's always extra expensive to other sets because of the IP. So it's really rare right. that you get a good price count per price. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Into the Dark, the new High Republic book is uh, up for 99 cents on ebook. 
So if you have a Kobo or Kindle, I actually didn't check as to which store it's on. It might be all of them. I wouldn't be surprised if it was all of them. But you can snag the the one of the newest High Republic books for 99 cents right now on those shops, which is pretty good price. So all considering it's like two months old or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Cufflinks is having a 75% off sale. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but I have a tie that has Darth Vader helmets all over it. It's silvery. It's nice. I think I recall yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore it at the wedding. So 75% off uh, that particular site. They've got everything from Star like Darth Vader cufflink, Stormtrooper. You know, they got the ties. They got Grogu ties, Mandalorian ties. They got everything. It's, it's, it's a crazy sale going on there. Normally, the stuff is pretty, pretty pricey. So I'll definitely jump on that. Anyone out there? Yeah, 75% is a That's lot. That's a lot. Yeah, it's up to. So, I mean, there's some things that won't be. But, you know, it's it's regardless, any Star Wars stuff on there is probably on sale. So, you know, I'd be definitely check it out. They also announced a new sideshow premium format Ahsoka Tano statue. Now, you got to look up a picture of this because it's absolutely gorgeous. Like, just Google search Ahsoka Tano premium format figure announced by sideshow. Uh, it was a D23 exclusive reveal. I feel like I missed the entire premise that d23 happened i don't know if it's about to happen or if it already happened i'm totally missed it but uh it's yeah i just know it's the disney thing yeah it's it's a it's a crazy cool looking statue it's she's stylized after after her appearance in star wars rebels so she's got the two white lightsabers and uh she's in the long leku before it was shortened in Mandalorian. that's right yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> why do they do that man i, I like i i, I don't I, I get it because they had to you know they, they they wanted it more stunt friendly but still it just it bothers me aesthetically it looks better longer yeah like it to me she looks like wiser right yeah totally yeah it just makes no sense yeah like, i don't know oh, i don't know i don't know i think if it was that big of a problem on set, they should have just CG'd them. They really should have, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll see it. I mean, they've been CG in every other version of her canon, so it's not yeah. that weird. Yeah, exactly. It's not that obscure. So you're getting this, right? I'm looking at it now. It's pretty it's good. It's pretty sweet looking, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How much is it? It's, uh, what is it here? Can't uh, can't find the cost on it. I don't know if it's been. It might not release the price till tomorrow. Uh, maybe maybe that's true. Yeah, it's worth keeping an eye on. But yeah, pretty I don't cool. Don't see anything pretty anyway. Cool looking statue, that's for sure. Uh, the art style kind of reminds me of that Yoda statue, and he's like stabbing into the stormtrooper. Oh yeah, like yeah. That's I like that statue a lot. That's a really cool statue. Like yoda throwing his oh yeah. man i you know honestly like it's those kind of statues though that they make them for so long then they go out of print and then you can't you can't score one after they're out of print and then they just hike up in value like hundreds of that's what happens hundreds man. Of dollars later you know it's like you got to get it while it's there oh, yeah yeah totally it, it's it's nuts like how much stuff but yeah you gotta you gotta sift through you gotta know Buy the buy the R five unit. Don't buy the two anti evil versions of C three PO. Yeah, and yeah. R two D two. Triple zero and triple zero and what's BT, the other one? Uh, 
B, that's the one. Yeah, BT something or another. Oh man, I, who cares anymore? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, all right, anyone, anyone listening? The joke is okay, we we got it. We got We got to fill people in here. So so myself, Blake. Bryce, we were all at Celebration 2017. Blake and I decided to go for the Dr. Afra gentle or sorry, Koto Bayoku uh, premium format figures, which are, you know, pretty cool looking. And we we're like, yeah, those are going to go up in value for sure. They, you know, they're out of a comic book, a little more obscure. Yeah. And, and Bryce. And they advertise them as yeah, that, right? Like yeah. a, a ultra rare, whatever. Of course. Yeah, of they course. Did. Yeah. And then, and then Bryce because went for the other exclusive that was there, which was just the R5 unit that has a bad motivator, right? Yeah. 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 And, and when we, it was half the price. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was cheaper by a little bit. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we get back to, we get back to Canada and, uh, you know, this is like a month or two later or something like that, looking up the prices and his is worth way more than ours is like online. <laughs> yeah. Significantly more. <laughs> it's just like, just our <laughs> luck, you know, and not that we bought them I to mean, resell, but we got, we got caught up in the hype, man, because like, if you just stopped and think about it for a second, of course, the original trilogy character is going to do better. Like, it just makes, it makes sense. Yeah, I know. We just got we just got played is what it is. We, we just we just yeah, over that's what we it was. thought things. We thought, you know what? People are going to want these obscure characters in the future. It's going to be worth a lot of money. Let's let's just invest. Right. We've, it's possible. It's a long term run because they're only going to make those right. once. They're probably going to make a lot of bad motivation. I haven't, droids, uh, yeah, and so. I haven't checked to see since then how much they are. But but it was funny though that we that we hopped on and yeah, we <laughs> got duped. <laughs> we got so played typical. or a couple of oh, rubes. Yeah, yeah. So typical, you know. It's just oh boy, whatever, right? Uh, that was so much fun. We got to go oh, to the we next do. one. Maybe this time you'll have yeah, a panel. Yeah, for sure. Next time they have it, next time they have it for sure, we'll, we'll have to go. And I think, I believe they did announce the next one. Is it in Chicago? The last one was in Chicago, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. actually, you're right. I think the last one was in Chicago. We didn't go to that one. I think the next one's in Miami again. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, just trying to find out, actually. You know what? This Wikipedia page is useless. It doesn't have it on there. But okay, whatever the case. Uh, oh, uh, it was supposed to be an update on Celebration 2020. Here it is. So yeah, so they did cancel. They postponed it to Anaheim August 18th to the 21st, Anaheim. 2022. So it's uh, it's next year. And anyone who did buy their tickets last year had the option of a refund or could just hold on to it for the next year. So that was all due to COVID, of course. But uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, book your hotels now because I know as soon as they announce it, oh, hotels just instantly geez, sell yeah. out. No kidding, hey. I mean, it's so hard <laughs> to just. It's so hard to th- you know to even guess whether or not we'll be able to go, depending on the border situation or whatever. Yeah. But you know, we'll figure it out. It's true. All right. So uh, a couple other things came up on my radar. I was I was looking for just little news bits for Star Wars Day, and. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Disney Cruise Line, they announced a brand new ship in their Disney Wish lineup. And this ship is going to feature a Star Wars lounge on board, stylized. Like a cantina? Yeah, like stylized completely after Dryden Voss's really spiced up cantina place from Solo. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. So. That's funny. 
I would have expected them to just do the tattooing. That's see, that's what the they acknowledged this on an interview. Somebody did that worked for the Disney Cruise Line, and they said we have Galaxy's Edge that has this more gritty, out out you know, in the outer rim kind of galactic style about yeah. it. And because a cruise is always fancy and flashy and all that stuff, they thought that this other version would actually work better for the cruise lineup because of its high class feel. I get that. But I also think it's more of a gamble. Yeah, it's like you think that people might not enjoy it as much. I think people are less likely to book a cruise because of it for that right. reason. But people who are there, the plus side for them is people who don't even know what it is probably won't even notice that it's Star Wars. Right. They're, they're, well, it, it has like that immersive bay window that has the galaxy outside and the you know the hyperspace and whatever else. Yeah, but, but they might just think it's some weird futuristic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you take your 80-year-old grandmother on that boat, she's not going to go, yeah. what the heck it is, yeah. I don't remember there being mountains out there. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> is this ship flying out? Is this a water boat? I thought it was a water boat. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. I see what they're doing, though, like, because of that reason. Yeah. Like it's a little more subtle, yeah. and whereas if you're on a cruise ship and you walk into a room and everything is made out of sand, <laughs> <laughs> they have this problem because it's coarse and it's dry and it gets yeah, everywhere. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> taking you all the, to the the galaxy's best beaches so you can get sandied up. That's right. All right. So uh, the, one of the last things that I gotta kind of gotta run through here. Very interesting piece of news. This really struck me. Attention-wise, there was a book written by Kenneth C. Flint back in 1992, set to be released in 1993, that was never published, but it was finished, and it was never published. And it was supposed to launch alongside, uh, I believe it was the the original Thrawn trilogy, Heir to the Empire, which, uh, sorry, I'm just looking... I was looking this up. Heir to the Empire uh, book series was published in uh, the first one being in 1991. So as as the years kind of went by, because there was three of those books, right? This, uh, this novel called Star Wars, The Heart of the Jedi was supposed to be a novel that featured the characters that we know and love immediately after episode six and led okay. into the Thrawn trilogy so they had right so right that yeah gap. so kenneth flint and and um timothy's on was supposed to be the two yeah. authors back then writing for lucasfilm making these new stories that took place after episode six anyway this this star wars the heart of the jedi book was totally buried even after it was finished it was set to be released totally finished ready to go and then killed off totally done right Classic Lucasfilm Classic film Lucasfilm news. Now, the reason because of this is that, and this is their reason, uh, is that it didn't fit into the story narrative that the Thrawn trilogy was building. That was their that was their excuse or something like that. Why wouldn't they have told the author that while he was writing it? I don't know. And, and that's the thing. I think that's that kind of brings me to 
the conclusion as to why we have things like the story group today is to keep everyone on track, right? To keep everyone in the same right. place. But back then they didn't have anything like that. And I, it, it makes me wonder who was actually in charge of that stuff because it was a failure on their part to actually coordinate with these two authors to make a story that actually you know made sense. Might have been George. Uh, George, Yeah, George, I think it gave always gave the stamp of approval. But uh, and yeah. Like, is it going to make money? It's going to make money. I mean, yeah. it's possible. Proved. It's going to make um, about a, you know, $100,000 a year. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Classic oh, George. Such a capitalist. <laughs> All right. So I, I found uh, I, I'm crediting StarWarsTimeline.net for this article. Uh, but I'm just going to read a small piece here. So this long lost novel commissioned and approved by Lucasfilm was set to be released in 1993. Disappeared without a trace. For many years, fans wondered what became of the book and why it was never published. And so it was chalked up to yet another tragic lost world story that no one would ever get to read or enjoy. Or so we thought. Kenneth C. is Flint's complete novel, The Heart of the Jedi, has been unearthed. Published here in four chapter installments, it has been edited to fit into the existing expanded universe, taking place a short time after the truce at Bakura and at the end of issue 107 of the Marvel series, but before the X-Wing comic book series. So they're, but they're pretty much taking this dead novel, and since then, other stuff has come out. They've edited this book to literally take place between all that stuff. But it's still, but in, still the in the EU. Yeah. So for a bi- That's going to be so confusing <laughs> Yeah, so but- EU, a.k.a. Star Wars Legends, not canon material. If you're really into the EU, though, this is kind of a must-have. Uh, and for the yeah. biography of the author, they do have an entire page of behind the scenes of the history of the book as well. They've got they've got two pages worth of articles there. I'm going to link them all down in the description of this podcast episode. But uh, the opening crawl is Darth Vader and the Emperor are no more. The Alliance has officially become the New Republic. And as Han Solo and Princess Leia and the new chief of state, Mon Mothma, emerged triumphant against the diminishing empire. The imperial remnant fights on until the long silent imperial senate rises up to call for peace. But not everyone wants peace. The high admiral Tharkas has made plans to ensure the empire, the empire will reemerge under his rule. At his side stands the, myster- the mysterious Dioscoroi, beings of rare and deadly powers. For Luke Skywalker, exhausted from years of fighting, the time has come to depart upon a journey of discovery, a journey that will lead him to a secret long ago hidden by Obi-Wan Kenobi. So that's the premise of the book. And uh, it was revised in 2015. And uh, again, written by Kenneth C. Flint. You can read the book for free online and even more crazy is you can buy a paperback independent published copy on Amazon with a it's it's a full it's got a full colored cover and everything like that. That's yeah, it's neat. completely unofficial. It's nonprofit. Legally they can't make any money off of it because it's technically at this point fan fiction even though it is paid yeah. for by Lucasfilm. They never published it. And it's it would have it would have been licensed. licensed. Yeah, and that's the craziest part of it. It's the only piece of Star Wars fan fiction that's actually expanded universe material once upon a time actually i need to say this yeah so you can buy it on if if not only just just because i really feel terrible for that author putting all that effort and all that work and then waited till he was done 
And then Lucasfilm says, yeah, we're not going to release it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really unfortunate. Uh, honestly, if you're in the States, you can buy it for $10 and 79 cents. If so you're reasonable. in Canada, you can buy it for the same plus conversion. And uh, of course, $9 of Amazon global shipping fee. So $20 us convert that to Canadian, about 25 bucks. So, uh, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, the reason why it's so cheap. It's got a retro cover. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a very, it, it's, it's all kind of custom done and everything like that. I've seen pictures of the book itself. It's <laughs> legitimate. Like you look at it and it's like, that's a paperback book that you would grab off the shelf. Like it's, it's pretty crazy. It's kind of a cool talking piece if you know the story behind it. Too. Oh yeah, totally. In fact, like I would love to even if if Kenneth is even, you know, if he's on social media, if I can get a hold of him, I would love to get him on the show and just like talk to him about. That'd be book. cool. Just talk about everything that happened. That'd be a great like. Uh, guest oh yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, so I mean, this this recent kind of unearthment has has gained a little bit of attraction, I think, and so before. I mean, it's tough to say whether or not this could be taken down, but this was published in paperback on Amazon March 4th, 2021. And uh, that uh, that is where you can buy it. It's the only place you can buy it, uh, as far as I know. And uh, once again, it's as, as cheap as it is because it's not actually a profit-made book because... Yeah, it, it, you're only paying for the printing cost, the Sam, the Amazon fees, everything to keep it as legal as possible. But it's amazing that we can even get this reprinted copy. I mean, this is for private collectors, people who really want to own the full, you know, the full EU storyline. Uh, this is this is kind of like the gem on top of your collection. For for people in Canada, it is available on Amazon.ca for sixteen dollars, and it has uh, free oh, shipping. Oh, it is okay, perfect. That that may be for Prime only, but that's what awesome. It says here. Well, thanks for yeah, thanks for adding that in. That's 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 good. Uh, so yeah, whether you're in the U.S., Canada, um, I don't know about you guys in the U.K., but you know it's worth checking in on. But yeah, the Heart of the Jedi, newest addition to the Star Wars Legends timeline and probably the only last one that we're going to get. <laughs> Most yeah. likely. And just the fact that it was coming out around the time of the Thrawn trilogy, which in my opinion is the greatest Star Wars novel trilogy that's come out, definitely piques my interest. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, totally. So this might even be one that you uh, make your way through at some point. Yep, I'm in the middle of buying it right now. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So while you're doing that, I'm going to I'm going to move on to our next subject, which is uh, new Disney Plus content dropping today as of May the 4th. We have three different items on the menu. Actually, technically, it's four. So first thing, I'll just breeze through the first three and then we'll kind of hit the fourth one hard. So Mackie Simpson in The Force Awakens from its nap. We're doing a Simpsons crossover with Star Wars. In a daycare far, far away, but still in Springfield, Maggie is on an epic quest for her stolen pacifier. Her adventure brings her face to face with young Padawans, Sith Lords, familiar droids, rebel scum, and the ultimate battle against the dark side in this original short celebrating the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, we have a second thing called Star Wars 
I just want to point out how incredibly. Oh, random yeah, that is. absolutely. I mean, it, you know, Simpsons, Star Wars crossover. I guess they thought, OK, well, we got Robot Chicken. We got Family Guy. Might as well have Simpsons, right? Yeah, what's, what's left? left, right? Yeah. I mean, Simpsons only been running for 25 <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, Disney owns it now is the crazy part. You can watch Simpsons on, on Disney Plus. Yeah, because of Fox. Yeah. I thought they were going to pull it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did censor some of the stuff. I think, really? yeah, there was uh, one or two episodes. There's some backlash about it not that long ago, but there was. Oh, was it because of a poo? I, I totally forget. I, there was there was some censored material on there. I don't know if they decensored it now that they've released Star, which has got R-rated movies uh, on it. Yeah, we, yeah, so. exactly. I, I also recall at some point they started putting labels on yeah. stuff, not necessarily removing. Yeah, you know, Disney Plus has some work to do. That's for sure. Behind the scenes, like they got some, they got some building of making that platform a little smoother and more accessible and less uh, less <laughs> and restricted. One most, and <laughs> One of the most annoying parts when you first sign in, they this prompt comes up and it says, would you like to restrict yourself to like only like 13 plus and lower? <laughs> and if you're not paying attention, you say yes, then you're just like half of your stuff. Is just oh gone. my goodness, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, even at a thread at work where people were trying to figure it out, like I'd like call in and like get this fixed. I'm like you actually just can just go to settings. Yeah. But. <laughs> you could just tweak it in your settings, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Because that happened to uh, a friend of mine because it just like came up and they just hit yes. I'm like, oh yeah, crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. It can happen. And then it's yeah. too late. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> All right, well, we got another thing called Star Wars Biomes. Take a virtual vacation to some of the Star Wars films' most iconic and beloved locations like Hoth, Tatooine, and Sorgan in this charming series, which whisks you off for a flyover tour of a galaxy far, far away. So it seems interesting that they're doing something like that. I mean... uh, uh, Sorgam was uh, was featured in the Mandalorian in Episode Four, Sanctuary. It's the uh, the farming village that we see the uh, Seven Samurai style episode. And uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it's cool that they're doing something like that. I feel like that could be a really interesting way to for 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 fans who just kind of casually watch these things and then don't really pay attention to the name of the planets and everything it's a cool way to kind of also world build upon those planets but also make them a little more familiar mm-hmm. with fans that just watch the staple movies and might not really know a whole lot about you know the locations that these movies take place in so yeah cuz some movies is it row 1 oh sure yeah which one one of the yeah. movies that yeah, came it out it, it jumped between so many yeah. planets so Rogue fast one. you just get so and that's the only movie rogue one to have the the name of the planets when you get there and i really liked that like it kind of it also kind of took me out of it for a little it, it took some time getting used to that because it's never you never see text show up during star wars movie right but i think part of that was because after gareth edwards um, he filmed most of it. They brought in another director, and he was the guy who did the Bourne series. Yeah. In, in the Bourne movies, I think they always do that. So I think that might have been part. Wouldn't of the be reason. surprised. That's that, it's it's actually a good idea. Like it, it took some time getting used to because it was the first Star Wars movie for me that I ever saw that did that. 
but I actually really liked it because there were so many places and new places that is not even repeat places, but brand new places we've never seen before. And maybe in the script, they just didn't have time to name that planet because in the Star Wars movies that don't yeah. have that, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going off to Savarine or whatever. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Savarine. Right. But there's a visual and audible cue there. But uh, in this movie, it's like they didn't even verbally acknowledge the name of the planets half the time. And so, yeah, they just yeah. went there. So I like the fact that they did that. Right. Um, but this series is brilliant. That might have been why. Yeah. Because that exact yeah. reason it wasn't written into the right. script like most Star Wars. Yeah, movies. totally. And But what I was really peeved about is that they didn't name Mustafar. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, can you? Yeah, that's like, so is funny. Is this still like a prequel backlash going on right now that they didn't name the one planet? No one's allowed to know. Yeah, it's like, dude, I was I was so mad. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like the, <laughs> the, the only, only planet. planet. <laughs> it's like, is this because we've seen it before or or like maybe? Maybe. I hope so. I mean, didn't they? I feel like they named Coruscant. No, they though, didn't. didn't. They, they did Okay, yeah. so there's two. Yeah. So it's both. It was both prequels. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, with Coruscant though, you didn't see it from a bird's eye view. You just saw the scenes take place. So yeah. I can understand why they didn't do it there. But but with Mustafar, I was like, dude, like, why? <laughs> just Go throw on. it in there, man. You know. Anyway, Star Wars biomes, genius. Uh, you know, thanks to whoever came up with that idea. That was awesome. So a third series is also a Star Wars series. Star Wars vehicle fly-throughs get up close and personal with two of the Star Wars films' most iconic and beloved ships in this charming content leads viewers, uh, as this charming content leads viewers on an exploration of the memorable interiors and exteriors of the Millennium Falcon and an Imperial Star Destroyer. So uh, I feel oh, like man. this will be like Star Wars biomes, but dedicated to ships and vehicles wouldn't be surprised if we ever got one based in Jabba Sail Barge kind of thing, stuff like that. Is this a VR no, this thing? Is, this is a Disney Plus. These are Disney Plus series that's coming out. Yeah. Oh. Interesting, right? I mean, like I, I've seen all this Marvel stuff like assembled and all these behind the scenes things for that. But Star Wars never really had any of that so far. And now we're actually getting some. So biomes and vehicle fly throughs. It's going to be cool. Finally get that. Uh, start filling stuff out that'd be cool because yeah. i've actually been really curious what that a full interior of a star destroyer would be like because those ships oh, are yeah. huge yeah those ships are massive yeah so i was kind of hoping it'd be a vr thing because if you could explore an entire star destroyer interior that would be cool that would be cool i mean you know yeah. it's if if okay if anyone at at ilmx labs is listening i mean you know take a hint this is a good suggestion <laughs> Yeah, I'd neat. pay 12 bucks for that, for sure. Yeah, tour us, hold, uh, navigate through a, a Star Destroyer, like inside and out kind of thing. Like every single nook and cranny, like done. Here's my money. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, go in there as a group and maybe have like laser tag or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I wouldn't be surprised if the vehicle fly-throughs got into uh, the Death Star at some point. And, you know, maybe see the Stormtrooper cafeteria. Uh, the, the, I don't know, the bedrooms, you know, the cab, the cabin rooms, yeah. I guess, and training rooms, refreshers, Fresher. the bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the conference rooms. I don't it's know. not a, not a crisper. Yeah. Fresher. Dude, the crisper is the kitchen. Refreshers the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> or the crisper. Uh, no, know, the crisper was a fridge or something, wasn't it? Crisper is the drawer in the fridge put fruit in. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I have a crisper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's what it is. Like that's what people always get those two mixed up, which is why oh, it's really man, funny. It's too funny. All right. Okay. And then absolutely, of course, uh, the fourth thing dropping today is the Bad Batch series with a 70 to 72 minute premiere launch episode. This is over the length of an hour. It's almost the equivalent to like a Star Wars movie, basically, and a little yeah. yeah. A it is a it's a length of a TV movie for sure. So so now people are going to really stuck because they're going to have to pick between watching Caravan of Courage or the new Bad Batch. It's a tough choice. <laughs> I mean, same same time length, so you can only watch one. <laughs> What do you what do you guys choose? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't Tweet let us out. know. Just go and watch Bad Batch. Uh, so, uh, so a friend of mine actually suggested to me because, uh, and this normally would be a full episodic thing, a separate podcast episode that we do, and we're running at forty six minutes at the moment into our post trivia discussion. So we'll just take about ten minutes to kind of do this thing, but uh, we're going to do a mini what happened with the Bad Batch. And uh, and just just from our memory and uh, and also from Wikipedia, just recount kind of where we meet these characters, uh, kind of in the context that they that they do show up in, and then we'll kind of speculate on the Bad Batch show. And even though we haven't seen the premiere yet, we do. Ha- well, as people are listening to this episode right now, uh, this this Bad Batch premiere does exist. But <clears throat> that aside, I mean, obviously, it's a sixteen episode length season so there's a lot to speculate on and uh, we can even just take a moment to watch the trailer and uh you know speculate on that too so there's a lot of cool stuff in that trailer and there's been some leaks i don't know if you've talked about the leaks on your your podcast i haven't if you uh if you want to bring it up though uh spoilers ahead anyone who may or may not want to hear more about the bad batch it might be spoilers might be sprinkled through Yeah, don't don't blame us. Blame Lego. They're the ones right. that messed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Lego's the culprit. <laughs> it's always the toys. <laughs> it's always the toys, man. I think this same leak came out like a week later by Hasbro as well, or something. Oh man! All right, what happened? Bad Batch. So, season seven, episode one, the Bad Batch. Season seven, episode two, a distant echo. Season seven, episode three, on the wings of Kyrdax. And season seven, episode four, unfinished business. We're going to do a quick what happened mini episode inside this May the 4th special. Let's get into it. So these originally were uh, were made for season six before the cancellation. These existed as proxy animation episodes for years, but remained to be fan favorites. People wanted to see the finished versions. And so they actually finished those, stuck them in season seven, called it a day. And uh, to this day, we still have 20 something odd missing Clone Wars episodes that we never got because uh, they decided to cut some corners and was like, okay, we're going to finish the Clone Wars, but we're also not going to finish the Clone Wars. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to give it a finale, but we're not going to make an entire season that goes in between here and here. So, uh, well, Yeah, and we're also going to hack together some books and stuff and push out storylines that way. Exactly. Comics. Exactly. So we had the Dark Disciple novel, which was eight Clone Wars episodes. We had uh, the Son of Dathomir Darth Maul comic, which was four episodes and you know so on and so forth. So let's start off with the Bad Batch, uh, season seven, episode one. 
So uh, is, it kicks off with the Battle of Anaxis, and the Republic's shipyards are under attack by Admiral Trench, who's uh, miraculously cl- come back from the dead. He's got like half a robotic face going on because of uh, his appearance early, early on in the Clone Wars show. Anakin. For those who don't remember, he was the tarantula spider yeah, guy. Yeah, the tarantula spider guy. So he's the one that was in, if you watch them chronologically, he's in the very, very first episode ever. And uh, Anakin beats him in a, in, a, in a cat and mouse game flying around outside with a cloaked ship. So uh, he's back. Jedi Generals Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker lead a two-pronged assault on the ground and in the air. But after weeks of heated battle and mounting losses, the Republic's grip on Anaxis begins to slip away. So during the plot of this episode, the idea that uh, I believe it's Rex uh, or, or, or Cody... I think it's Cody, actually. Yeah, it was Commander Cody who comes up with the idea and uh, to, to bring in the Bad Batch, which is an elite group of clone troopers that underwent unique and desirable mutations. I don't think it's necessarily they chose to do it. I think they were experimentations yeah. Yeah. by the right. villains. Yeah, that's, um, I think that, yeah, that's a better way to put it. So they're also known as Clone which, Force 99. Yeah. Yeah, and we talked about them a little bit, where they, in the original expanded universe, they did these exact same tests, but it was a batch of clones that got all of them. So there were these superhuman clones that they decided were not cost efficient and were, they weren't docile enough to take command, so they decided to not do that. But there was a batch of clones known as the Nulls. Mm -hmm that were super strong, super smart, super agile, all these things. And then kind of the Bad Batch is almost a bit of a twist on that where they make one experiment for each one of the members of mm-hmm. the Bad Batch. Yeah, so uh, let's run through the team. There's four members uh, that they start off, at least with four members on the team. So we got uh, we got Sergeant Hunter, and uh, he's got... Uh, he's got He's basically got attuned reflexes and senses. He's he's got like an animal sense instinct about him, uh, a sixth sense, if you would call it. Uh, you know, he's yeah. he's just um, yeah. How would you explain his power? Yeah, I'd say like yeah, like a hunter. He's a really natural hunter, so he can like track things yeah. down. He yeah. It, yeah, I'd say yeah. He's like the track enhanced, of the group. yeah, like enhanced senses. I guess is like the best way to to put it. Yeah, and like his style too. You can really tell kind of what they're going for. I'm trying to remember the. Uh, it's kind of the leader. He's so, got a Rambo look about him. I think they they Rambo, totally stylized yeah. him after Rambo. Very, he's very Rambo-y. I was half expecting him to have a bow. He does. He has the, a bandana. Yeah, he's got a bandana on his head. Yeah. yeah. He's got the long hair yeah. going over top and everything, and he loves yeah. his knives. He's oh very yeah, he's Rambo. very Rambo. I honestly would not put it past Dave to make him the the Rambo of Star Wars. Like that's they asked him about that, and he based he said it wasn't Rambo. Rambo was based on another character that's very similar. Oh, okay, to Rambo. all right. Well, it may as well be Rambo. <laughs> yeah, us here in Canada are rooting for Rambo roots. <laughs> <laughs> all right we got wrecker uh clone uh, who was uh the, the the muscle on the team his superpower is yep. basically being the incredible hulk he's uh, got insane levels of strength 
Yeah, I would say he's probably the least interesting of the group. Just, but I always find that's the case with the the strong one. They're usually not given right, as much yeah. story. Uh, but we do know he's strong enough to lift up a laddie gunship yeah. by himself. And he loves, and he also crazy. loves blowing up things. Yeah. Uh, we got Tech, who is insanely smart, good with technology. Uh, he's, yeah, hacker. hacker. He's basically a, a Star Wars' very own he's Wes. Hack in the mainframe. <laughs> Star Wars is. Yeah, he really is. He's, he's Wes. Wes. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Wes, if you're listening, you're Tech. <laughs> i know you came last in trivia but you're tech sorry all right now he's a, he's a smart guy super smart guy tech serves as the brains of the squad valued asset and uh, high intellect mastery of technology to ensure operations were successful no less skilled in combat than the other three he has his ways and uh very very interesting every every squad is a tech guy you know yeah, that's interesting that he's as good at combat, though, because usually the tech guy is needs to be protected by yeah. everyone else. You know, your typical right. story. Yeah, so this guy's no less capable than the rest. He's he's uh, he's uh, he's a clone in every right, and and still fights like a clone and all that stuff. So yeah, uh, it's interesting that these clones don't look like regular troopers either. They, yeah, they've got a little bit of a twist about them. You know, they they all got the same kind of look but it's changed right like you can tell that they're yeah. mutated to some degree uh they're all a little bit different uh like the next guy we're going to talk about the sniper guy he looks almost a little more german <laughs> yeah so the last member is uh for now is crosshair and he serves as uh the team's sniper and he has exceptional marksman skills he's got uh mutated eyesight so he can just he's incredibly accurate he's basically the star wars version of bullseye from the marvel universe that's basically what he is mm-hmm. um that's his that's his power it's insane accuracy so that's the that's the bad bash that's clone force 99 and they get brought in by cody and rex to help them uh pull off a mission of uh going towards a they have to make their way to a place called the cyber center and uh, at the cyber center, they discover that there's a signal broadcasting there, which indicates that CT, I think it's CT fourteen oh nine or something. Or uh, the only one I know is five 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 five. So CT fourteen oh nine is uh, I think it's that. It's uh, it's actually a hint that uh, Echo is alive. And it's crazy yeah. because he's been dead, at least left for dead or Since dead three for like, yeah, it was a long yeah, time. It was ago. in the Citadel arc in uh, in the third season of Star Wars, the Clone Wars is an episode called Counterattack, which killed off clone arc trooper clone uh, clone arc trooper <laughs> Echo. And he's been dead for a long time, but it uh, it appears now in this first episode of the arc that uh, he is very possibly alive. So, mm-hmm. lots of action. I do wonder. I do wonder if Dave planned that, mm. or if he just like saw it as a, a, a threat he could pick up. I later. wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Um, whatever the case, they they brought him back. It's a fan favorite. Of course, by the time that. Echo comes back, his best buddy Fives is now dead. Because out of the out of the oh, two yeah. of them, 
Fives made it out of the Citadel and Echo died, yeah. but then Fives actually got shot in the stomach when he was investigating the uh, the chips in the clones' brains, right? Yeah. He was he was figured out the plot yeah. that was actually at at works by Palpatine. He discovered the truth before anyone else, and he actually uh, mm -hmm. told uh, Rex, Rex, yeah, and uh, it was actually because of Echo's file that Rex was able to figure out what was inside of the clones that that made them betray the Jedi. So in the Clone Wars, that saved yeah, Ahsoka that saved well. Ahsoka, right? So so it was actually because of because of Fives that the whole thing actually got started, and uh, and then because of all that, because they thought he was losing his mind, a bunch of clone troopers came in when he was supposed to meet in private with Skywalker and Rex to tell them the secret, and before he could actually get it out, uh, one of the clone troopers, uh, the Coruscant security ended up shooting him and he actually died in Rex's arms, which is a very sad moment. And then now we have Echo coming back from the from the dead basically and and uh and showing up in in the next couple episodes. So pretty nuts. Uh, very crazy. So the next episode was called A Distant Echo. <laughs> Conspiracy. After repeated setbacks on the planet Anaxis, an elite clone squad is deployed to investigate the Separatist tactical advantage. This special unit called the Bad Batch infiltrates Admiral Trench's cyber center to steal a strategic algorithm capable of predicting the Republic's every move. What our heroes found was a live signal from the ARC trooper known as Echo, a clone long believed to be dead. So in this episode, they realize... You know, okay, Echo's got to be alive. Rex just keeps thinking over and over in his head. He just can't believe that his friend's actually still around. I mean, how crazy would it be if you're in the military and then you found out that, you know, one of your, one of your. It's a crazy yeah. twist. That's a, that's a very Marvel-like twist. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is that what happened to Bucky? Yeah, it is actually. So, so, I mean, it's basically yeah. the same as Steve realizing like, oh, his best buddies was was he thought he was dead, but he was actually taken by the enemy camp and turned into a weapon of some kind. And that's basically what they've done. Yeah, now think about it. It's the same story. Yeah, it line. is. <laughs> Hold on I a didn't second think about here. That before. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. So in this episode, they find out that Wat Tambor of the, of the Techno Union is... Uh, is Okay. Stop. Got to pause for a moment. We have to give props that we're finally using the Techno Union, the greatest group... Of the entire oh my Clone goodness! Wars. You got okay, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I honestly wished that we had more of them through the length of the show, yeah. And we just never got Agreed. enough of them. Like we had them only show up, even Watan Bort. Like we should, had them show up once in the Ryloth arc, like early on so in season strange. two, I think it was, or or season one or two. It was one of the two of those. And that was it. Like we never had Techno Unit show up again, but now we finally get the Techno Unit. We got to see all those crazy cool battle droids with wings. Uh, their technology, their ships, you know, their their base of operations, everything like that. Uh, and they designed the super battle droids. Yeah, as well. and it's cool that they've actually they're the ones behind the reason why Echo's the uh, the reason why Echo's still alive because they're they're they've strapped him to this life support machine and they're using his brain to come up with these algorithms of strategy to work against the Republic because the clone, like Echo knows the strategies of the Republic. So any strategy that they try to use against the separatists, Echo is actually there as a slave on this computer system to counteract the 
strategy that they're using. So, so it'll warn them, the separatists basically that, oh, the Republic's doing this strategy. We got to do something that's not, you know, that yeah, to, to counter, counter it, it, right? Yeah. So that's why they're actually winning the battles of an axis because they're using Echo as a, as a live kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think Rex points out that they've lost every battle there. Yeah. Any, any, they, they, he points out that any strategy that they try that they've used before doesn't work. And it's because that Echo knows all those strategies and they're extracting the information like an artificial intelligence from his head and being like, oh, it, if they're, they're using this strategy. We got to we got to work against that strategy right there. This is this is what they're going to do. They're able to figure out what the yeah. Republic's going to do next. So it's very it's very cool tech. Like, that's the only kind of thing that the techno unit would be capable of, you know. It's yeah, pretty neat. And I was going to say it's not that different, actually, than the old animated series where the techno union we find out is like cybernetically uh, taking over the mines and then enhancing these native species of this other this mm. planet. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. That's a great point. Um, so that was uh, that was a distant echo. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to remember what else I'm trying to look through what else happened on this. I, for, I, I think is this the one where they meet the natives of the planet? Oh, the old, old or maybe that was episode? the next one. They meet. They meet a native, a native group of uh, aliens on the planet that uh, they, they, they're they're not on good terms with, and then they end up making an alliance with, and you know they. Oh yeah, because they don't want to get right. involved. Yeah, there was there right. was something like that. So, anyway, whatever. Let's let's move on to the next one. So yes. next one on the wings of Kiradax. Uh, trapped on an unsanctioned mission to rescue Ark Trooper Echo, General Skywalker, Captain Rex, and the Bad Batch traveled to Skako Minor, headquarters of the Techno Union. After a harrowing encounter with the natives, our heroes infiltrate the city of Perkol, only to find themselves surrounded by Wat Tambor's forces. So this is the episode where they break Echo out of his computer prison, and uh, they uh, they do encounter the the natives on this planet, and uh, they fly some winged winged beasts, <laughs> uh, Kiradax is what they're called, and uh, it was it was cool. You know, we got to see some more of uh, like what I was saying before, like the the tech of all their bases and everything like that. It was a cool episode. Break Echo out of prison, and uh, yeah, finally see that he's alive, and Rex is finally like justified. Yep. In his theory, because one by one, I think it was Bad Batch, they all turned on him saying, like, what if it's just a yep. signal? Yeah, exactly. And the final episode in the arc is called Unfinished Business. And uh, here is the plot summary. Reunited. With the help of the Bad Batch, Captain Rex rescues his old friend, Arc Trooper Echo, from the Techno Union. His separatists... Uh, the Separatist's loss of Echo's strategic al algorithms provided a chance for the Republic to turn the tide in the Battle of Anaxis. However, Echo's horrifying experience behind em enemy lines leaves lingering questions to his true loyalty and uncertain future. So he's very damaged, Echo. You know, he's like yeah. half mechanical body, basically. He's like half a torso. Yeah, he's... It's very interesting because he's really become a representation of half Republic and half. Separatist. Yeah, he's a mix of clone and droid, basically, at this point. And through this episode, I believe, uh, 
uh, possibly the previous one, they actually use his connection to the Separatist system to then kind of dupe the Separatists into forcing them into failure. Because yeah. he would still connect and try to tell them what they need to do to counter the Republic, but it would be the opposite of what they need to do, and they would screw themselves. Right. Over. And so... But that's what made the Bad Batch question his loyalty because he might be leading them into a trap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they basically have to trust Echo that he's not corrupted and to help on the mission because they choose to bring him along on this final mission because they got to... There's a um, there's a there's the final base that they have to take over. Mace Windu and Obi Wan Kenobi also played a big part on this episode. It turns out that there's actually a bomb on the on the base of this operation, and uh, it it's a bomb that could potentially destroy the planet, basically an axis. And uh, in this episode, they actually uh, so you know spoilers ahead. They actually managed to succeed, but they have to trust Echo to actually help them do that because Echo provides a good distraction by providing the wrong algorithm. Yeah, the wrong intel to the separatists, Mm -hmm. but they have to trust that he's not going to feed them information what the Republic's plan is, right? So there's a whole dynamic there, which which is really, really cool. And the interesting part about Anaxis is that when we see Anaxis in Star Wars Rebels, the planet is blown up. Like it is all cratered away and asteroids flying around the surface and everything like that. I didn't realize we even went there in Rebels. Yeah, it's it's the base where uh it's I think it's in season 1 where the Rebels crew has to pick up supplies from a place and they go to an old republic is what they call it base on an axis and it is the same base that we see in these episodes where the republic is based out of and they have to fight off those creatures in the dark. It's also the first time that Ezra uses the dark side to manipulate that beast. Oh, I know that. Episode yeah, and he has a he has those those cat things, and he uses it. That's the first time they encounter. That's the right. Inquisitor. Yeah, it's like well, it's like he has a vision of the Inquisitor, and he uses or something like that. It it was it yeah it was it was like a single episode, and Hera and yeah. Sabine were were getting all this cargo onto the the chip and you know so that was an axis and it's all ruined and everything like you know it's uh so it's interesting to think that maybe yeah it's interesting to think that maybe in one of those missing clone wars episodes something happened with that bomb even though it is dismantled and safe uh it's interesting to think that maybe somebody intentionally blew it up it's possible and and we we don't have that story yet like all we know is that it's fine in Clone Wars. Maybe that's bad. Right, batch. right. Yeah, no. exactly. It might be in the Bad Batch, and and uh, you know, this is a continuation of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. It's it's really, it's really important to remember that that the Clone Wars series is the predecessing series to this show. Yeah, I think that to me is the part that I'm most excited yeah. for is yeah. to see the mainly the transition from the Clone Wars we got post Revenge of the Sith going into A New Hope, especially those, those early years in the gap where these clones are forced into the transition, yep. where it's going to be very apparent that they're being moved into a dictatorship. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I mean, the fact that there's so much to speculate on, even in the sense of, of uh, the Bad Batch, how they, whether or not they even have the chips in their head because of the mutation, maybe they just don't work. 
Um, or was they were made before the mutation or that? Yeah. Uh, in, in the trailer, it, I think Tarkin has a little piece of dialogue that says that he wants clone force 99 arrested. So there is something. Yeah, this kind of plays into the spoiler I was talking about mm. earlier. Go for it. Okay. Well, fair warning, turn off your speakers or your headphones. If you want to hear a spoiler, but Lego accidentally put out that um, the sniper guy, he turns on them and stays with the Empire while the rest of them try oh, to escape. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so so there's going to be a separation between that. And there's also – there was even a write-up for uh, one of the uh, action figure toys for him and it actually talks that about That actually this, makes a lot of sense because we saw a black-suited yeah. clone trooper. That's him. In yeah, the trailer. That's, that's him. him. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it looks like he's to be because if, if you remember from the Clone Wars, he was the very straight arrow character who was like by the right. book, like don't like you just do your orders and like don't get in my way, yeah. that sort of thing. He didn't, you know, yeah, that's way to say explain it, straight shooter. So the rest of them, it seems, and they've I think they talk about this in the trailer. There's some lines that lead you to believe that they, during the transition from the Republic to the Empire, decide they want nothing to do with it and they try to escape. So, and that's when Tarkin wants them eradicated. Yeah. I assume because they're probably doing counter ops and sniper guy. What's his name? Crosshair. Crosshair. Uh, I'm guessing will be given the job of hunting them that's down. That's a good. That's that's a really good speculation there. Yeah, uh, it's oh, one thing that I forgot to add in uh, with the Bad Batch summary is Echo joins the Clone Force ninety nine, so he becomes the fifth member to their team at the very end because he realizes that he doesn't because Rex invites him to stay with the five hundred first, but but the Clone Force ninety nine comes up to him and you know even. Uh, it's Hunter. He he says, um, you know, he says something along the lines of like, "Hey, we know where you're at. Like, you know, if you don't feel like one of them, like you're one of us. Like, you can you can stick with us mm. if you want." So he does. It yeah. makes sense because he's now all cybernetically enhanced. He looks all right. sick. Yeah, like he he doesn't fit in with your average. Trooper no, he doesn't. Anymore. He's an outsider now. So so he chooses to stay with the outsiders, which makes sense. And I, I actually like that a lot because it, it gives him a good a good segue into this into this show as a main character and echo being a character we spent a lot of time with in the clone wars as a, a member of the 501st we've seen him go from a rookie in season one on the the republic moon where you know there's a, a season mm -hmm. one episode five it was called rookies so we saw him go from that to uh to oh, yeah. promoted to a clone trooper uh, I mean, we saw him in training. We he, saw him get promoted to an ARC trooper, you know, so on and so forth. We see him die. We see him come back. It makes a lot of sense. He's a good character to transition into this. And he also is a good fit where he is a normal clone, quotations, because now he's enhanced. But he was just a regular clone. And the all the other troopers of the Bad Batch are all cybernetically enhanced. So it gives you a little bit of normalization within that group Yeah, as a viewer. Yeah, totally. 
Well said. All right. And that is uh, our uh, What Happened with the Bad Batch. That is covering their small four-episode appearance in Star Wars The Clone Wars. If you have not seen Star Wars The Clone Wars, highly recommend watching that show. Of course, it's always tough to put off a new show in regards to watching an old show first. But I mean, in this situation, this is a sequel show to Star Wars The Clone Wars, literally. So it's like watching Empire Strikes Back and not seeing Star Wars. And, you know, you don't want to do that. So if you do have to see the premiere go and watch it but uh, cycle back and watch star wars the clone wars all seven seasons highly recommended show it is the best star wars animated show that they've ever made and there's a reason why the bad batch is continuing that legacy all right man thanks for coming on the show anything to add we just got a lot of episodes coming up it's gonna be very exciting so stay tuned (laughs) all right guys happy star wars day and may the fourth be with you always Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And as always, we'll see you back here on Star Wars Escape Pod for weekly episodes dropping on Mondays. We always want to hear your feedback, so please feel free to send in an email at our new email address, swescapepodcast at gmail.com in the description below, as well as our Twitter account at SWEscapePodcast. Feel free to hit that Discord link, join the feed. It's uh, it's a very small server, very much meant to be almost like a interactive business card, but you know what, it's, it's got some useful channels in there and, uh, and announcements for new episodes kind of thing. So if you if you have a Discord account and you, you're a big fan of the show, then uh, you know throw our, throw our server on there and it'll keep you up to date with all the latest stuff going on at Star Wars Escape Pod. So, uh, There is that for you. And uh, also, we got some stuff coming up on the podcast itself. Of course, we have, uh, I think I dropped a hint earlier, we have commentary tracks being released for Ewok Adventures, Caravan of Courage, as well as Part 2, The Battle for Endor. So we'll be dropping those next week, as well as the week after. We also have a full review covering Star Wars VR Pinball coming out at the end of the month. And uh, we'll also be continuing our What Happened series with Thrawn and Boba Fett next. And uh, we'll be getting into those characters, all the nitty and gritty, all the appearances that they've had throughout books and comics and etc. So... uh, yeah, I mean, guys, this is May the 4th, so go and have a great Star Wars day. If you listen to us on May the 4th, then we have absolutely been honored that you, we were a part of your Star Wars day and made it somewhat a little more special. So go and have a great May the 4th, and we'll see you next time on Star Wars Escape Pod. <laughs> <laughs>